Hey guys, Norm here. Just a little bit of a heads up on today's episode. It is recorded on multiple different microphones and the audio levels are kind of all over the place. I've done what I can to level them out, but if you are listening with headphones, I apologize if some parts are a little louder and some parts are more quiet. But without further ado, let's jump into the mess that is today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Tokyo Lens Podcast, and as always, if you are a regular listener, welcome back. Today's episode is rooted in brute force honesty. Today, what we are originally supposed to be doing, actually, there was a couple original concepts for this podcast episode, but you see... I've kind of run into both scheduling and technical difficulties lately, which has led to us actually losing a couple episodes, which is rather unfortunate, especially when you sit down and you put, you know, a better part of sometimes 30 minutes to an hour, if not more, into an episode, and then just as if nothing, they are gone. Some pre-edit, some post-edit, but it's it's the kind of thing that happens when you're working with digital medium as your canvas and your paints this type of thing is bound to happen every now and then so moving past that there is some stuff though that we were able to salvage from a recent attempted episode and so i kind of want to share that with you guys today the entire episode was supposed to be one of my out and about in the city episodes we are going to have a wonderful guest Emma from Tokidoki Traveler. If you don't know who that is, I'm going to link her stuff in the description box. Feel free to check her out. The unfortunate thing is we lost, I'd say, about 60% of the entire episode. We've still got some good stuff, so I'm going to share that with you today. But the entire thing starts on a hot summer morning here in Tokyo. Hey guys, good morning. It's about 8 o'clock here in Tokyo, and summer has definitely hit. The rainy season has finally ended. Right now at 8 o'clock in the morning, it is currently 32 degrees Celsius. If you're wondering what that is in Fahrenheit, it's hot. It's hot Fahrenheit. Now, in Japan, the, uh, the real kicker to the summer isn't the actual temperature and the heat. It's the humidity that comes along with it and just stops the sweat from going anywhere at all. So your body just doesn't have the opportunity to cool down. Last year, in fact, there were over 100 people that passed away in the summer heat. So that being said, Japanese summer can be a little dangerous. I'm mentioning this because if you are coming to Japan or if you are in Japan for summertime, just take the proper precautions. Make sure that you are hydrated. Make sure that you walk in the shade. Take good care of yourself. So right now, I am walking up to the station and heading out to do a project for the day with none other than Tokyo Creative. These are always good days. Tokyo Creative projects always end up being really fun. They're pretty go, go, go. But the best part is you're always surrounded by good people and doing interesting things. 
the uh, the station is crowded this morning like I know it's early and station being crowded is, is kind of a given in Tokyo but holy heck are there a lot of people in here right now I'm going to hop on a train and I will speak to you guys again in just a short second all right so now I just have to find the exit and find everyone from Tokyo creative let me just get down these stairs and check my email I I've never been to the station actually I end up doing that a lot with Tokyo creative coming to stations and places that I've never been and I can see them off in the distance so we are good so I'm literally just rambling right now as I find myself and compose let me get out of here and join the team well how was I ma hello Norm how are you my man I'm doing good man how about you so this is around the time that we ran into the first layer of technical difficulties. There was a little section right here that I had recorded for the morning. Just a little bit of a warm-up section, an introduction to who Emma is as a person so that you guys could kind of get to know her here on the podcast. And now I'm going to kind of have to give you guys a really light overview in case you don't know who Emma is, in case you are a podcast only kind of person. Emma is a content creator right now in Tokyo from Brisbane. I really don't want to speak too much for her personality. All I can say is that she is a lovely and peaceful person. She's a great person to be around. Almost exactly what you would see in one of her videos. A real straight shooter and somebody who truly cares about both the people and the world around her. I don't want to overstep my bounds, so I won't say anything more than that. But if you haven't already checked out any of her content, I would highly, highly recommend it. So this opening section, which has gone completely completely missing was a beautiful representation of who she is and her more comical side which is something that I personally have always enjoyed when I've spent time with her but after this we found ourselves deep in a discussion that we have had here on the podcast multiple times and that is the discussion of the big cities like Tokyo and Kyoto versus the countryside. And Emma made some really great points here. So I definitely wanted to share this section with you guys. Taxi right now. Oh, and it just, it hits you. The air hits you as soon as you get out here. Right? Oh God. It's like standing in front of like a car exhaust. Yeah. It's just hot. So the uh, the street that we were trying to get to is closed off uh, before 12, yeah. And so we have to uh, walk the rest of the way, but we've got the sounds of summer in the background. That's always nice. It's nice to explore these little areas that aren't like the, the, the key, like the Shinjuku's and everything yeah, like that, yeah. right? Like I've never really come out to this particular area for exploration. I used yeah. to actually work out here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. One of my very first, like, minor part-time jobs that I did to help out a friend. A friend worked at a gym nearby, mm. and I used to work there. Oh, that's like, cool. Like, right near the station, so. Oh. 
it's a nice area. There's lots of houses, like yeah. nice looking, nice looking houses. Nice looking houses. Yeah, like, look, this is huge. It's massive, and it looks like a very like Western house. Yeah, too. that's interesting. It'd be a nice area to live. I think so. Oh, look at that garden! Oh, my dream. The beautiful oh my garden. Gosh. Speaking of gardens, while we were in the taxi, we were talking about Kyoto mm. and what a lovely place that <laughs> is. We have some opinions about Kyoto, unfortunately. Well, I haven't been back since probably 2010. Okay. You went recently, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I have some opinions about Kyoto, unfortunately. Yeah. But, like, I, I would say, like... It's not the fault of Kyoto itself. No. It's the fault of over-tourism. Yeah, definitely. And I feel it's become a pretty common theme on both my vlog and here in the podcast to say that like there are so many better places. Oh yeah. You can see Kyoto. You can see all the beauty that you can see in Kyoto without ever going there because it's everywhere. Yeah, in Japan. yeah, definitely. And you can get to other places for cheaper mm. and it's easier to get to other places. Like you don't have to get on a Shinkansen. Yeah. Even I think just staying in Tokyo and doing little trips to like Hakone or Nikko or yep. Like going to Takao. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many things that you can do other than go to Kyoto. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And we were talking in the taxi about how like because... My assumption is because of the over-tourism. Yeah. That it's not as friendly of a place as it once was. Definitely. Um, I've had a, quite a few Japanese people in Kyoto be quite rude towards me. Mm. Um, there were people in Kyoto who didn't want to work with um, foreigners because that would promote to more foreigners and they don't want more tourism yeah, which I yeah. understand like it must be crazy having your peaceful area be turned into just this hub for for tourists right yeah so I understand but yeah I have had quite a few people be quite rude towards me and I just I just don't want to go to Kyoto it's I, understandable. I really want to go there and that sounds bad because recently we did do some tourism in Kyoto mm. but and it was nice to go back after such a long time to see how it, it's become and it is still very beautiful, but man, the tourism really, really doesn't uh, doesn't help with anything. No, it kind of changes the place, right? Yeah. Like I get a lot of, like, why did you leave Asakusa? And like, I'd, I'd planned to leave Asakusa like long before I even kicked off the vlog. Like it was in the five-year plan. Yeah. But like, I had my own reasons. One of them was the fact that like, it's where I've lived for so long, like yeah. so long, and I was like, I, I need. I need change in my life but it also overlapped with the fact that at the end like the last like year or so it's of me living so there busy. it's so it's incredibly busy and you know the town tries to adapt to the over over tourist over population of tourists that's yeah. my word. um and it makes you know as they adjust to the tourists then you're seen as a tourist yep and it doesn't feel like home anymore no it doesn't yeah and like there are so many like little things tiny things mm. That like, for example, that cafe uh, that you and I went to when we yeah. did the Asakusa tour, yeah. right? They've actually, like the last time I went in there, I think I made a, a video in there with Sherry. Mm. And they were like, um, can you make this the last video, please? Oh, they were like, we're, we're done. We they're don't like, want any more people. They're like, we don't want any more people. Uh, we appreciate yeah. the promotion, but you've done more than enough for us. <laughs> if we could just now not have promotion, yeah. that would be great. Right. So, and there's there's an actual really interesting. Some of them, the, I like their mindset about it. Mm. So, there's we visited that Tsugarajami Sen restaurant. Yeah. Right. That gentleman in particular has been like, I don't want you to promote this place mm. because 
one of the great things about his restaurant is the sense of community and the fact that the customers can interact with each other. Yeah. He's like, if you are a non-Japanese customer and you come here and the whole restaurant is filled with other non-Japanese customers, you don't feel like you're yeah. dining in Japan. It ruins the whole environment. Yeah. He's like, I want the majority of my customers to be Japanese yeah. so that when I have guests, they truly feel like a guest in Japan. So I think because our job is to kind of promote places and, mm. and tourism to certain areas, it's kind of been a weird thought for me where, you know, am I going to like, am I going to contribute to turning other places into Kyoto? Mm. But I think with the areas that we're promoting, we're kind of more promoting a, a, div a diversity of mm. tourism rather than just being like, go to Kyoto, go to Tokyo. If we get them elsewhere, then it's like it spreads out a bit and it's a bit more manageable and beneficial to the communities. Yeah. With the dying population. <laughs> I couldn't have said it all better myself. Yeah, because I have thought about it for a long time because it's a difficult thought. Anyway, I'll be yeah. right back. We're, uh, yeah, business stuff is happening now. Now, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you're going to know what a big advocate I am of getting outside of Tokyo and the big cities like Kyoto. But there was a message that I received the other day that actually I felt was very, very worth sharing here in the podcast. You see, that person said that for them, they wanted, like their entire goal was to go to Tokyo, and that in subsequent visits, they may visit the countryside, but how they allotted the entire two weeks of their trip just to dedicating it to Tokyo, because that's what they want to see. I fully support that. And I know that may sound in contrast, but the real goal here, the real honest actual goal is just to have you enjoy the time that you have here in Japan. For some people, that might mean that Tokyo is it. Tokyo is what they want to see. And for others, it may not need to necessarily be Tokyo. They may be just as happy checking out other places, if not happier. Either way, I always do recommend checking out at the very least a bit of both because it's that juxtaposition that really makes it what it is. If your dream is Tokyo, then go for Tokyo. If your dream is Kyoto, go for Kyoto. But I think one of the points that came up in our discussion was the fact that in all of the places that I have been in Japan, while Kyoto does have a great deal of beauty lumped together in an incredibly close proximity to each other, it is not necessarily the most beautiful place that you will see. And in the exact same way, by getting outside of those major tourist spots, you get a better representation of what Japan and its people are like. You will be treated differently. And again, this all just comes from my own experience, but it's something that I want to share with you. Tokyo is a great place. I'm sure Kyoto is still a wonderful place. I can't speak for it because I haven't been back in so long. But aside from all of that, this is where the day itself took a little bit of a turn. From this point, we got pretty busy. We hit up a couple different places and there were one or two spots we were meant to shoot a video and there was one spot that took a hard left turn and everything went wrong. Now, we had sat down afterwards and recorded a beautiful and heartwarming section on this. Unfortunately, 
that section is absolutely nowhere to be found. And I didn't realize that until afterwards. But let me play for you the recording of the moment where I realized that that footage was gone and how I kind of tried to salvage the moment. All right, so here's the situation. Uh, it is currently about 4.30 p.m. in the evening and something kind of unfortunate happened in the midst of all of this. So right now I am leaving the area that we were shooting in today and give me a second. So we had recorded this whole section and I got I got to say sorry to to Emma on this one because we recorded this entire beautiful section together about something that happened today and the entire section just seems to be gone from the recording so allow me to summarize because I feel like Emma added a lot of value in this part of the conversation so I'm gonna try and kind of summarize the best that I can what happened so for the most part inside of my content I like to share the positive stuff that's that's always been a goal for me but it doesn't mean that negative things don't happen occasionally they do and today something less than wonderful happened so I kind of want to share a little bit about this with you guys but as I record this exact section right here it looks like my train is about to depart so I'm gonna hop on the train for now all right, just got off the train. The sun is setting right behind the station and it looks absolutely beautiful. The temperature's cooled down a bit. It's only around 30 degrees now. A lot of the humidity has gone away, but I have promised you guys a little bit of a story. Now, as I said, I think the person who added the most value to this was definitely Emma so it's it's really unfortunate that we lost the recording that I had with her but I'll do my best to summarize quite simply you see we had gone in to do a recording in a shop and the goal was obviously as it always is is to bring a little bit of value but when we got into this shop the shop itself first of all didn't give nearly as much value as we had initially expected it to and then above that the owner of the shop was as almost as if a rare case as emma pointed it out he, he was very aggressive he was very rude he was very unpleasant and had we actually introduced this place it would have meant that we were encouraging other people to go there and potentially run into the same issues that we ran into like you might have gone there and found this it was an antique shop by the way you might have gone into there and found you know a different staff or you may have had a spectacular time he may have been in a totally different mood but we didn't want to run the risk so we made an executive call and we left and now one of the hardest parts of this entire thing is to watch how he treated some of the staff from Tokyo Creative. He was very aggressive, very rude. The language he used was very unpleasant. But one of the reasons I'm pointing this out is to point out that these situations do happen. 
even in a place as wonderful as Japan, you're going to have the odd outlier. People are people no matter where you go. I think in this podcast alone, that's probably the 400th time you've heard me say that. And this was a really good example of that. So instead, we made an executive call to go to a different location. And as these things often do, that really worked out for the best. We ended up in a much nicer shop. We found some cool stuff. We met some cool people. It it was just overall a really good time had by everyone. So all of this being said, this is nowhere near the, I would say, out and about podcast episode that I had anticipated for the day. I planned something much longer much more in depth and it's unfortunate that we lost that whole section with emma that was a good like 15 minute plus section so but i will say that we had a great day together and uh, i personally am really glad we did this i gotta get out and do these out and about podcast episodes a little more often And I guess that brings us back to right where we are today, right here together recording this little kind of mixed episode. It's a little bit of a different concept than what I've done with previous episodes, but I didn't want to go any longer without posting anything. In fact, I think it's it's been a while since I've skipped an entire week of podcasts. I actually, if we're putting down numbers, I had three podcast episodes lined up, two of which were well over an hour and took it was a lot of fun to record them I'm not gonna lie and I got so into the moment but they weren't ones that I could just kind of re-record and kind of I don't don't want to fake the energy so unfortunately those fell to the side I'm sorry it has been so long since the last episode but there is so much fun coming up I'm hoping that I may be able to swing in a couple more guests in the next little while Over the next week to two weeks, I have some really fun and exciting travel coming up that I cannot wait to bring you guys along on. I am actually going across Japan and bringing my brand new shamisen along with me to do not one, but two fairly large performances. Both of these are unfortunately corporate performances, so it's not like I can call people and be like, hey, come on out and join the performance. If I do do public ones, I will be sure to let everybody know. I think the real big theme that I want to go for in today's episode, the one big piece of value that I want to deliver is that not everything always goes smoothly. Sometimes at the end of the day, all you have left of your life or the work that you've done is scraps and you've got to pick them up and put them together, kind of like what we are doing here today. I really just had to drop some scraps onto a timeline, see what was there, and use this, this moment that we have here together as the glue to hold it all together. Things do fall apart. In fact, I cannot count the number. For example, when I'm doing video, the number of shots and footage that end up having 
zero sound whatsoever. I just came back from that long road trip with Victor. And about a year ago, I recently got a notification on Facebook that about one year ago, Victor and I did our first set of videos together. And I remember as we were doing those videos, we actually checked the audio partway through and realized like the last 15 20 scenes, like a good 45 minutes of recording was missing audio altogether. So we had to go back and record as much of that as we could with an entirely new spin. These things happen. And I think they happen to all of us. You know, it's kind of like that day that you go to shirt, you go to work and you're wearing a white shirt and you happen to spill coffee. You really only have so many options. Like if you don't have the time or the option to go buy a shirt, you just kind of got to lean into it. You got to be coffee stained person for the whole day. Been there too, by the way. Uh, totally, totally low value little side story here. It was my first week of high school back in Canada. We're jumping back just a little bit for this story, but it was within the first week and I thought I would grab like some kind of like, I was like, you know what? Well, I'm, I'm in high school now. I should, I should grab like a coffee or a cappuccino or something before school. And I bought what would be my last coffee style beverage for some time to come because as I was walking along to school, I decided to try and take a sip it did not work out the way I planned, and I spilled it all down my white shirt. And so that, that, that was it. First week of high school, I just kind of owned it for a day. Just big old coffee stain right from the chin all the way, like just the whole shirt. It was just, people were like, dude, did you you spilled some coffee on your shirt? I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Because sometimes you really have no choice but just to own it. And that was a really that was a that was a much longer sidebar than I intended. I guess you guys can just tell how happy I am to be here back on the podcast with you. Thank you so much for joining today. Honestly, if this gave you even the littlest bit of value at all, or if you just had some fun today, if you took 10 15 seconds to jump over to iTunes and leave a review for me. Those things really help me personally. I really appreciate them. They give the podcast a bit of a boost, and I just honestly genuinely enjoy reading them so if you've got the time in your day it would mean the world to me if you jump in there and leave one of those on there i'm gonna wrap it up for today thank you guys once again emma's stuff is once again linked in the description box of this podcast episode so if you are interested feel free to go check it out and you guys know i will talk to you again real soon <laughs>